San Antonio Sports Star Audio Vault is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Hang on, Baron Taylor's coming over here. We'll, we'll, we'll have to we'll, save the story yeah, for a we'll, different we'll time, have right? To save the story. Table two okay. one. I mean, yeah, they're trying are, to figure it out. Are, are we are we gonna get the uh, get the L or are we not gonna get the L? Is is the question? And we'll, yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> you talk yeah, about really yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah, stuff, exactly. Right? Well, dude, it's it, it's, it it, it, it's live radio. It is. I and mean, it's it, fantastic. it happens. It happens. <laughs> What's going on, man? Well, well, that's well, that's it. There are numbers. Hold on. We're, we'll, we'll show you how the NFL has put the numbers on these on these tables. It's, it's on a it's little about sheet. This of, big. Well, 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 yeah. It, it's it's like written really small on the side. Aaron Taylor joining us uh, now here live on Radio Rose, Super Bowl champion with the Packers, NFL college and uh, football analyst. How's your Radio Row been, man? It's been good, man. It's uh, football's a people game. And the Super Bowl, what's so great about it is you get a chance to come and be around your people. People you played with, played against, played for. Dudes that you didn't but just watch. I bumped into Anthony Munoz this morning. Oh, wow. I'm going to do it. Hey, Mr. Munoz, how you were one of my favorite players. I'm a grown-ass man, right. fanboying off Anthony Munoz, but how could you not? The dude was a stud. Oh, man. All right, so, and again, we all fanboy here, and it doesn't matter. You you play, you've got a Super Bowl ring. Yes. You talk about fanboying, right? So you meet a guy that is young in the league, maybe one of Heisman. I mean, you've got kids older than this guy. Would you go? Hey, sir, Mr. <laughs> Smith, can we get a photo? Is there somebody at this table? Yeah, this uh, right here, yeah. Dude right here, Rudy J with, with Devontae Rudy. Smith. Did hey, sir. Happen? Did you go, sir? Oh, he, he went, he, sir, he called him, him, sir. Rudy, how old are you? And then, <laughs> look at the gray in his beard. 44 and you went, sir? Not only that, oh, and man. Mr. Smith, and then he lied to him. Yeah, said he was an Eagles fan. He lied fan. to him. Oh, no, you didn't. Can you believe that? Oh, man. Did you tinkle on yourself? <laughs> I think he did. He left for a little while. I don't know what he was doing. Oh, my but gosh. Yeah. Rudy. That's, that's okay. No judgment, man. No judgment. He's strong. Dude, uh, no, I mean, seriously. Because, I mean, we're all Cowboy fans. <laughs> Well, not all of us. Man, no, uh, that is the definition of selling out, right? <laughs> if, you, if you're, a, like, it's one thing if you go on the other side, another division, but you're a Cowboy fan calling an Eagle player, sir, to lie to get his autograph? A picture. Just a picture, okay. yeah. Just a picture. Then it got the Heisman. Oh, man. <laughs> It's, it's, no, well, we, we, we got the, the photo. The Super Bowl but. is where legends are made, and unfortunately, Rudy's going to be a legend of a kind. <laughs> <laughs> you may not want to be. <laughs> Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. <laughs> Man. So we See understand what, what you're talking about when you're doing it, because all of us have been doing all that. I mean, depending on which player comes around, it's like, oh, man, that's Barry Sanders. Yeah. Right? It's so Barry Sanders, and it's like, Wow. You know? I, Barry Sanders was one of a handful of guys in my entire career that I would get off the bench to go watch. 
Yeah. You got to understand, he was on the, like, when I'm resting on offense, because we just came off the field and my defense is out there and he's making them look silly, <laughs> he was one of the players that I would go watch because that dude was built different. And, like, they've done that sports analytics thing where they measure the, the angle of his ankles. Like, he had so much ankle flexion that literally he was one of a kind and a unicorn that for his style of play, his physiology allowed him to do something that most others can't do. And it was phenomenal to watch. I was an NFL player. I was a first-round draft pick. I earned my right to be on that field, but Barry had something <laughs> I could never imagine having, and it was worth getting up off the bench. Dude, I see. cried when he retired. Unbelievable. I have shed a tear. I was like, And he retired at a time where he easily yes. could have been the all-time leading rusher in the history of the NFL, but he ended his career like he ended touchdown drives, where he turned to hand the ball to the ref and jogged to the sideline. <laughs> exactly. It's insane, right? right? Unbelievable. I mean, like, the humility there is something that I think we've lost largely as a society, let yeah. alone our sport of football, and he should be commended for it. Yeah, and again, I look at like a Tom Brady who – uh, announced his retirement, then it's like, yeah, we'll see, right? But uh, that I was mean, more of an fu to the, uh, the people <laughs> that broke the story, where he wanted to control it. Now he's dabbling just to keep it interesting. But to your point, yes, he looks like he go- Ben Roethlisberger probably should have retired a year or two ago. And and here's Barry Sanders. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. I'm just going to go do something else. And most of us. Uh, and I, I don't. When, whenever you decided it was over, or did they decide it was over? Because most don't get the opportunity to decide on their own at the top of their game. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I've got some of the tank, but I'm not going to empty it all. Yeah, it's a replacement business, and very few of us get to call our own shot. It's uh, the NFL stands for no effing love. <laughs> And not for long. So it, it's, uh, I think I was reading the tea leaves and was making their decision easier for them. And you can't fire me, I quit. Um, but a lot of people thought I should have retired a long time ago as a TV analyst, too. So, you know, who's to say? Like, nope. Maybe I'm the Ben Roethlisberger of college football, and it's time for me to hang him up, and I can go get pictures with Rudy. You know, <laughs> I, 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 can I see your ring? Yes. Hang up. Oh, man. Rudy, come here. Come here. Can he wear your ring? Oh. Come here, come here. Come here, Rudy. Oh. Come here, Rudy. That's not that's the wrong kind of legend come, I want to come, come, come here, Rudy. You want to get some bad news. Okay, if you're gonna do the Heisman for Mr. Smith, I want you to do an offensive pose. I want to see your pass set. <laughs> oh, Rudy, oh, look at here. Yeah. yeah, do Can it in the camera. Right here. Yeah. Get your elbows in. What you doing, boy? Come yeah. on. There we go. <laughs> Chest out. Come on now. There we Come go. Come on there now. There we go. Lower center gravity. <laughs> I don't know that if That quarterback Rudy, was sacked. I don't know if Rudy's got the flexibility that Barry had. <laughs> Yo, sad part is, that's a soccer player. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Was. <laughs> Was man. yeah, that, a, a that was definitely player. a sack right there for sure. There, there was you could you could play you could start for Cincinnati. With that <laughs> That's it, turnstile. There you go. Sorry, Great I segue, was... professional broadcaster. Love Nowhere it. close Make to it hanging it up. It moving, Absolutely. <laughs> Everybody keeps talking about it. Joe Burrow, if he can stay upright, will have a chance, but. Can that offensive line protect him long enough to get rid of the pass quickly? I think an even bigger question is can Joe Burrow get rid of the football quickly and not hold on to it so long? That's part of what compounded the pressure that they've been given up up front. They were third in the league in sacks allowed. A lot of that was Joe Burrow trying to do too much. But you love a quarterback that will hang there in the pocket, tries to make things happen down the field, has ice water running through his veins, but at times it was problematic. So a big key to Cincinnati. 
Cincinnati is going to be their play call choice, staying ahead of the sticks so that they're not, if they're in mixed downs on third down where it's not predictable and obvious pass, they're going to have to play clean and not have penalties. They're going to need Joe Mixon to show up, whether it's a running back out of the backfield catching the football, which he's got great hands and largely done this year. He scored 13 touchdowns on the ground. His production's been a little waning towards the end of the year, but to me, he's a key player. How are they going to help in pass protection with tight ends chipping, with Joe Mixon and the other running backs coming and chipping before they release? Are they going to slide? Are they going to do boots? Are they going to move the release point? They're going to have to do everything they can because the Rams bring a trio of players in Leonard Floyd, Aaron Donald, and Vaughn Miller that in and of themselves are a matchup nightmare. And when you have all three of them and can mix and match, makes it really hard from a scheme standpoint to call protections where you feel sound that your guys are going to hold up. You notice, I, I, I caught that. I don't know if anybody caught that. It's spoken like a true offensive lineman, right? The quarterback's holding the ball too long. Yeah, throw the damn I mean, ball, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> quarterback's what holding you, the ball too long. What do you expect long, an right? offensive lineman exactly. to say? So I'm wondering... <laughs> Did offensive line? Did you guys used to talk about that? Said, I wish you'd get rid of the damn ball. Oh, there's no question. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh famously would uh, would hold on to the ball too long when he was in San Diego the year after I left, and Kevin Gogan, in no uncertain terms, told him that he should get rid of the football. Uh, Jim Harbaugh shared with Kevin that he was unappreciative of what he said, using some expletives. So the game ends. They go into the locker room. Jim. Uh, famously goes up to Gogan and says, hey, man, that wasn't cool out there. You know, I- I'm trying to do my best, da-da-da-da-da. We can't be bickering. And Gogs was a street fighter, man. He was <laughs> cut from a different cloth. <laughs> and he says, you know, it's all cool and everything. When we got our pads on, we're out on the field in front of the fans and people are separating us. But how about I follow you out to your car and beat the blank out of you in front of your family? <laughs> How about that? Because nobody's going to be able to separate us then. So that's what I thought. Throw the damn ball. So, yeah, offensive linemen, we don't like quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah nasty. <laughs> don't throw the ball. That was the moral of that story. Uh, that, that, nasty, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, all right, but when you hear people bitch about offensive line play, right, um, do you take offense to it or do you say, okay, this is like – we I talk about this on the show. I can talk about a lot of positions. I can't grade offensive linemen on what they're doing, uh, just watching the game, play in and play out. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, you can see when some guy gets beat, and it, and it looks pretty obvious. But outside of that, it, it, it's a lot of times hard to tell and grade what an offensive lineman is doing. I'm telling you what. I played this position my whole life. I created a college football award where we evaluated. There are lots of times, like 30%, 40% of the time, that if I don't know what the protection was and definitively who was supposed to do what, I don't can't grade it either because I don't know what a guy does. He may look bad late on a play on a guy that he's fallen off of, but that may not be his guy. He may just be trying to help out because somebody else busted. It's really hard to evaluate it, and I think sometimes fans watch TV and they they look at PFF grades, which are atrocious. Their analysis and and, uh, stats and data are beautiful, but nobody respects their grades within the sport of football because they don't know a lot of times what offensive linemen and other players are asked to do. You have to look at it with a critical eye. 
scouting is about what guys can do and what they can't do and being able to project what they might be able to do but when you're watching football at home as a fan and you're trying to evaluate our position understand that you've got a general sense of maybe 60 percent of understanding about what's supposed to take place what went wrong, who it ultimately is on. When it's obvious and somebody gets beat inside because they overreach or get beat underneath, you know, blah, 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 then yeah, but there's some nuances to the sport at all positions. Mm -hmm. The quarterback on an interception, that could be the receiver that rounded off his route, right? It could be a sack, it could be the fact that a, a back free released when the safety came down into the box and came in the B-gap and nobody picked him up when he should have stayed and filled. Football is chess, and I think sometimes as fans, we <clears throat> we watch it through checkered eyes, and I think it clouds our understanding of what's really taking place. Well, it's really easy for us to look at a play and say, hey, well, that offensive lineman got beat, and the quarterback got sacked, and it was his fault. So, I mean, that's just, I guess, the nature of the beast. You know, as mentioned, you know, we... Dallas Cowboys, we cover them quite often, and they led the league in penalties this year. And obviously, down the stretch, they had a lot of holding penalties that, that ruined a lot of good plays. I've heard it said that there's holding on every play. Is that true? Uh, well, I'm of the ilk that if you're not holding, you're not trying. <laughs> you just don't care. Um, yes, but there's things that you can do to put yourself in position where you don't need to hold as egregiously as not. I, I came from the school where you, you had knuckles up so that you had your palms so that you could put pressure on the defender. A lot of guys go thumbs up, and what that does is it invites the claws. You're fine, you're in here, but them dudes are creatures on the other side of the line of scrimmage, and when they start to disengage from your frame and shed you, now all of a sudden your reaction is to hold on and you impede the, the referee sees that little movement a jerk even though they come free, and that's enough to get the flag. What people also don't understand is that the officials watch game tape, too, and they know players' tendencies. They used to come up to me and be like, we got your eye on your 73. We know you like to run down the field and peel people off the pile. You do that today too late, we're going to throw a flag on you. Oh, wow. So they do their homework, so they know who the holders are. They know who the defensive linemen are that crowd the neutral zone. They know all the tendencies of the players because they need to look for that stuff to make sure they get it right. Wow. Aaron Taylor joining us here on the Blitz Super Bowl champion uh, won it with the Green Bay Packers when they beat the New England Patriots you got to tell us a, uh, a a good Brett Favre story man uh, this is a family show with us <laughs> here after 11 Eastern right, dude what, it's what six doing? it's 623 it is live right now in San Antonio Texas oh man can well, you clean it up yeah I'll, I'll try I'll we say can, this we're smart we can fill in the gaps I'll, I'll say well <laughs> <laughs> there, there are some body part tricks uh -huh. that uh <laughs> That he was famous for. <laughs> I'm not talking uh, about his phone. Uh, the the flying squirrel was one. The wristwatch sitting in gum and the uh, the proverbial <laughs> punching bag. I'll let you guys fill in those gaps. Um, he was also a huge uh, practical joker with uh, stink bombs. Like right when Holmgren would walk in, he'd like break one of those sulfur stink bombs. And home go, hey man, we got a Jesus. What what is gee? What is that? We'd all start dying laughing. Like Brett was the toughest dude I ever played at any position on any level i watched him walk into the stadium on crutches my second year there i think it was 95 
throw three touchdowns against the Cincinnati Bengals, walk out of there on crutches. Wow. His ability to play with pain was unparalleled. He was a football player. It never was about us. I was part of a seven-sack-allowed Monday night game in Minnesota where it was loud and John Randall and company teed (laughs) off on us. We couldn't do anything right. And it wasn't him yelling at us like come on guys i know you're struggling but give me a little bit of time we'll be able to hit him up over the top with a double move just hang in there and that's the type of competitor he was man when the game was on the line he wanted the ball in his hand as long as he didn't throw late across his body over the middle he'd be all right. <laughs> you know I, 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 we, we often say the same with aaron look at brett the packers with those two great quarterbacks don't you feel like they should have had more than Two Super Bowls. And, you know, with Brett, one of the things that made him great was his ability to throw risky. But that also cost him a lot of INTs. Yeah, that wasn't the problem in Super Bowl Thirty Two when we scored 28 points and lost. It was our defensive front seven that couldn't stop Terrell Davis in the run game. So, like, I know all too well what goes into it. You look at the Packers this year and the damn special teams yeah. that, that flopped there at the end. Like... You can always point to something. It's never definitive, usually, that it's one thing. Even if it's a field goal that gets missed that looks obvious, there's some third-down conversions that should have been made, but somebody made a mistake that didn't happen and you had to punt the ball away. There's always a story behind the story, so it's not as simple. Yeah, seemingly, there should be more, and I, I should have two rings right uh-huh. now. Go down in history in that elite group of back-to-back Super Bowl I'm winners. a Cowboy fan. I seemingly feel like they should have a lot more, too, because <laughs> oh Des caught. It. You you've been through a lot. Through <laughs> he a lot. has, man. And speaking of going through a lot, guys, I'm here today. Oh yeah, rocking a same here shirt. Same here is a global alliance of professional athletes and entertainers and musicians that are coming together to huddle up to change the narrative around mental health. I've unfortunately lost eight dudes to completed suicide from my football circles. It's a real deal. We're at the single greatest time of uncertainty we've had in our generation in quite some time this last two years post-COVID. Everybody has been affected and been through it. I've held my son as he's cried himself to sleep because he can't go to practice and can't go to school. Businesses that have shut down, divorces, people that have gotten sick and died. We've all gone through it. So mental health isn't binary. It's not you're sick or not. It's where are you falling on the continuum. So people like myself and Hunter Henry and Shamiko Coldsclaw and Amanda Beard are saying, yo, same here. We're successful people that have gone through some things. Let's talk about the causes and conditions, what it was like, what we did about it, what it's like now so that we can move forward and advance this fight on this other pandemic that we're in the very early innings on so that we can all just enjoy a better quality of life that we all deserve and that's sitting right at our feet. Hashtag on the shirt is hashtag same here. Is there a website people can go to to learn more? Yes, there is. Thank you for asking that. It's samehereglobal.org, samehereglobal.org, and you can follow us on social at samehere underscore global, both on Twitter and Instagram. Help join the fight, help join the huddle, and let's shift the narrative on mental health and knock it on its ass. Awesome. Great awesome. stuff. Aaron Taylor, Super Bowl champ. See him on CBS, analyst there. Uh, you got all kinds of stuff going on, man. And uh, go give Rudy a bunch of crap on your way out. Rudy's already been through a lot, and so have you as a Cowboys fan. So <laughs> I, I have. It's time for me to I piss have. Out. There you go. Good stuff. Hashtag same here. Go check out the website.